0: Right, brad we're back here in the home studio what an interesting episode eight this has turned out to be you and i got together last night and uh, recorded this once or at least we thought we were recording it but it looks like this is episode 8.2 or something along yeah, those eight lines eight and a half
1: episode eight and a half and, eight and, uh, and a half sounds good yeah i mean i i enjoyed hanging out with you last night we got to get through the entire episode i said john how long um is our episode going to be this time i felt like we went a little long and you go 23 minutes
0: yeah we're at the 23 minute mark brad I uh, thought,
1: oh and i immediately knew but uh here we are episode eight and a half this is ranger country podcast if you were looking for uh the podcast to pop up in your feed this morning we apologize but uh we're going to get it out to you today as well um so john we're coming off the week of testing how'd your week of testing go
0: you know, it was nice to come back from spring break and have a little bit of a, a little time to ease back into the groove. But at the same time, the PSAT and the SAT and the work keys, that is it's not just mind numbing for the kids. I mean, obviously, it's it's harder for them because they got to think so much. But it's also for us just having to sit there and not get the, the energy of teaching. It's whew, it's a lot.
1: Right. You know, it's not like being in the trenches or anything, but it's just it's not delightful. It's not our normal rigmarole And, uh, you know, you're right. You you come out of spring break and you know that you don't have to like be on, uh, all day, every day, like it, like you normally would be, but it, I would take being on all day, every day over that. But anyways, we're through the week of testing hats off to, uh, to uh, whitley morse our assistant principal who facilitates the testing and everybody that helped her and all the teachers that uh, uh, helped proctor and, and frankly all the students that made their way through the quagmire of the tests yeah, she uh, did but, an amazing
0: job and they survived and that's all we ask
1: yeah that's all we ask and and here we are we're in hybrid uh, here at the high school this week. And I believe the middle school is hybrid as well. And, and John, I, I've gotten positive feedback about the hybrid. You know, we've, we've done it all now. We've, we've been virtual. We've we been have. in person. We've gone uh, to hybrid in the back.
0: Multiple, multiple times,
1: multiple mo- modalities. And what I can say is this right now, the students, I asked them, I sampled them today. I said, what are we thinking right now? And, and back in the fall, they hated hybrid. They hated hybrid right now. They like it because they know there's light at the end of the tunnel. You have your AP exams coming up in two weeks. Uh, They don't want to miss that. We have a senior prom, potentially a junior social coming up. They don't want to miss that spring sports. They have spring sports coming up, and we have a lot of good sports teams. And even if you're not, you know, in the hunt for a state title or or, or postseason glory, you still want to play, and you still want to be, you know, in the boat on the field, uh, doing, uh, you know, or on the diamond. And then, of course, we have commencement coming up. True, May and 17th. that's huge.
0: I mean, these huge. kids have been through so much; yeah. they just want to be able to walk across the stage.
1: And uh, that that's understandable. So hybrid keeps us in the game, keeps us distanced. Um, so of course, we'll we're see. not
0: sure what will be in next week. we we'll not
1: sure we're not sure and you know what when we find out we'll improvise adapt and overcome and we'll we'll, we'll roll with the punches and like i said win the day and uh, plan 24 hours ahead but hopefully hybrid is is the selection simply because it, it'll just keep us all in the game it's just it's it's less risk at i this feel point. like
0: it's better it's safer for the kids uh you know right but right i but, don't get to make know, those decisions yep, we don't make that's that money <laughs> way
1: above our pay grade john Indeed. and uh speaking of uh pay grade you know what's what's going on here at central high school is is again we're in hybrid and we have spring sports going on we're going to talk about a lot about those things um central middle
0: Central Middle, we didn't get any information from. I reached out to a couple of my contacts over there and they were not able to get back to me. So we assume something good's going on down there.
1: I did see Leah Savigny. Okay. And uh, forgive my pronunciation, but she's kind of a legendary teacher down at the middle school. She, with her outdoor classroom, they built these bird boxes. I oh, saw that's this online. Right. Yeah, it got uh, retweeted by the FHPS uh, Twitter account. And uh, I think Forest Hills News, anyways, um, she built these bird, really cool bird boxes or her students did and put them out, I believe last fall. And now they have, Inhabitants. And there's oh, so they're eggs like a and nesting box kind of n- thing. nesting box and oh, cool. there's eggs and really cool. So thumbs up to the outdoor classes and Leah and uh, keep up the great work at Central Middle School.
0: Yeah, that's always good for kids to actually be able to get out of these four walls and get out there and do some cool stuff outside. Anytime
1: right? you can be outside and, and outdoors, uh, active outdoors is a good day for students. How about at Central Woodlands, John? What's going on there?
0: All right, Central Woodlands, my daughter is currently over there. So I know that they are, they are suffering through the throes of their standardized testing. That is going on this week, the MAP testing. But on a positive note, uh, they raised over $4,500 for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society for Children with Pediatric Cancer. Apparently, they had two fun Fridays where they were able to bring in a dollar. And if they brought in a dollar, they could wear a hat. And if they brought in another dollar, I guess they could, on the other day, they could wear pajamas. And they raised a ton of money. And whoever whoever raised the most money on each of those days got a Krispy Kreme donut uh, reward. And so, I guess it was very interesting to see. There were kids coming in with five dollar bills, ten dollar bills, twenty dollar bills. We're talking fifth and sixth graders, and they are making it rain in there, Brad. Um, nice. There, there is a rumor that some of those teachers may have been uh, um, matching donations from their students. But whatever, hey, that whatever money's going takes. to a good cause, and everybody loves a delicious donut. So maybe some of us uh, too I, much.
1: I do too. I love a d- delicious donut. Um, so great job, Central Woodlands. Um, Ada Elementary School, Monday, April 26th. They're having a PTO fundraiser at Thornapple Brewing Company from 4 to 8 p.m. John, we might need to make an appearance. That
0: would be, you know, Brad, that could be our first quote unquote celebrity appearance. Uh, They might Uh, not know we're celebrities. We're
1: our uh, (laughs) our status in the district here, John. Come on now. We have
0: over. 1300 downloads now. That's got to be worth something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So you might see us at that. And uh, that was one of your Ranger recommendations last week. It
0: absolutely was. And their sandwich,
1: the brisket sandwich, was in the finals uh, for the best sandwich. We're going to talk about that. No spoilers on that. We're going to talk about that at the end. the uh, M Step testing continues at Ada Friday, May seventh. They have the virtual wine tasting. We've talked about that. John might have to make an appearance there, so never be prepared to see John's face pop up on the Zoom. Monday, May third uh, through the seventh, Ada will have a PTO online auction. Which, um, if you're a parent there, hopefully you can you can get involved with that and contribute. And I'm sure they have some awesome stuff to take a look at. So Ada's busy. Uh, they got a lot going on. And uh, shout out to Mary Beth Stout and her family. Uh, appreciate her keeping me up to speed on what going on there and i know her sons uh noah and nick they're uh busy and making her proud oh yeah good kids um, yeah great kids Noah's is going to be at the uh naval academy for a semester he's at air force academy right now but i guess he gets to spend a, a semester at the uh naval academy very um, cool. which is very cool y- young man he was a hometown hero he was if he did the hometown heroes back then he was a hometown hero all right uh thorn uh m-step testing as well they have a family fun night uh drive-in movie April thirtieth. It's Celebration Cinema North at eight thirty PM, which will be a great memory for those families able to attend. Oh yeah!
0: Oh, that's going to be so cool. Kindergarten kickoff too. So they've got a lot of little kids there in the elementary school, and they're going to get to build some really neat memories that, like you said, will just last forever. They're going to look back and be like, "Remember when we had the drive-in movie?" Yeah, during during the the COVID. Yeah, that
1: was yeah. What a great idea! People have been so creative in bringing people together during this. Very impressive. Uh, Kindergarten kickoff is six thirty to seven thirty PM coming up. Currently, they're looking for someone, their PTO is looking for someone to move into the vice presidential role for the 2021-2022 school year. This position would start Approximately in May of this school year, and it's typically a three-year commitment where you'd move into the presidency and then an advisor for the 2023-2024 school year. Um, ideal candidate would be active in the school and the community, organized, and a great communicator. And they're also looking for co-chairs for the annual Parents' Night Out fundraiser. So if you're interested, if you have those leadership abilities, organizational abilities, the Thornapple PTO is uh, looking for you and, and your services, and and uh, hopefully you can be a part of that that great tradition over there at Thornapple and uh, uh thank you to Rhonda Postma for getting me that information uh, about uh, what's going on at Thorn Apple. So, John, Pine Ridge.
0: Pine Ridge. They've got their Follette Book Fair going on right now. It was well, it's Monday, April 19th through Monday, April 26th. That's when the kids all get their folders crammed full of those colorful little brochures with lots of books on it. And all the kids go through and circle all the books they want to buy and all the other randomness that's on there as well. Uh, that's a really cool time for kids. I always... Always encourage Julia when she was younger to buy at least a couple of books off there because you know love of reading is important and that that really works. It, it teaches them a love of reading. They also have the Ranger Rally remix. Now you may be familiar with the Ranger Rally, but they are remixing it this year, mixing it up just a little bit. They will have the Ranger Rally this year. Absolutely, it'll look different, and their walk will not be all together along the tradi- traditional route. But they're looking forward to a great day and evening where they can remix the rally. They want you to save May twenty first for that.
1: That is such a great tradition, and um, you know we talked about it. We've talked about it before. Just how how neat of a tradition that is. The students um, they walk uh, in order. And by class and they walk from Pine Ridge Elementary School, they go through a couple of those side roads, they get to 30th where there's the pathway Mm -hmm. and they walk, you know, accompanied, of course, by their teachers and by the principal and by parents and they walk all the way to the um, Cascade Fire Department located there on Buttrick as kind of a central locus meeting place. And they turn around, and they walk home. And that's a big deal for a kindergartner. I remember when my daughter Zeta came home. She was so amped. They get these special
0: T-shirts. Each it's, of the classes very, has a different it's, color. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: very festive. And it's a fundraiser for the school so that um, you know they can do really cool things and buy neat uh, educational materials. And you were talking about how... Is it the which the fourth graders get the to lead the charge? The fourth graders
0: get to lead the charge, yeah. They're, they're, they're uh, grouped, at least in, traditionally, they've been grouped according to their grades. So the kindergartners are bringing up the rear, and they're following in the footsteps of greatness, and each consecutive grade goes forward until fourth graders are leading the pack. And I know that my daughter, starting in like first or second grade, was already looking forward to that fourth grade rite of passage of being the leaders of the Ranger Being rally. the lead.
1: Yeah, that's great. I love traditions, and uh, that is one of the great ones. It, it And really it's is. funny because uh, that came up today in one of my classes. Uh, actually, during lunch, they were talking about traditions in Forest Hills and or in, for, in Ranger Country, and uh, the Daddy-Daughter Dance came up, which, you know, I've been to the Daddy-Daughter Dance. That's pretty awesome. And then Pine Ridge uh, holds their, uh, the, it used to be the the, the father son and then it was father family. And then now it's just family breakfast. And oh yeah. It's usually I, that I went fir- for that. It's usually that first week of December. It's, it's like 8am to 10am and it's the pancakes and the, and they're being cooked uh, by the teachers, the teaching staff. And then usually that same day is the, um, ate a parade, ate a Christmas parade followed by the chili cook off. Um, I love the traditions of Ranger I Country. Do. Pine Ridge, Man, and I hope we get it all back this year. I many hope of we our get it schools all
0: have those cool traditions, yes. and we've missed a few of them over the last we'll year or so, back. but they're coming back. They're, and they're coming, coming back, back strong. I,
1: I, yeah, they're coming back strong. And speaking of traditions, uh, Staff Appreciation Week. Uh, this year we're celebrating our wonderful teachers. Pine Ridge is with a uh, with a camp-themed week of events, uh, the 3rd through the 7th, and I imagine the other schools are probably doing some sort of staff appreciation. I know they, Almost they're they great about it here, um, but they'll be doing it at Pine Ridge. They need volunteers to make posters. So if you're interested, check out the PTO newsletter that came out this past week for the sign-up genius. And uh, looking forward to Staff Appreciation Week. We always usually get like coffee donuts or yeah. something. They
0: usually push a cart around and come Love into our it. classroom, give us some coffee. Yes, yeah, Always enjoy it.
1: Yes. Uh, at the Forest Hills uh, Public Schools level, the 2021, we've talked about this, the State of the District Luncheon will be Thursday, May 6th, 2021 at noon. It'll be a live virtual event. They, aw- they give away uh, an award to a team of teachers, uh, also to Uh, inspirational figures throughout the district. Uh, Dan Beam gives a state of the uh, district address. It's a great event. I've had friends go to it before. They highly recommend it. So if you're interested, check that out. And uh, I believe the links are on the FHPS website as well as on Facebook and Twitter. So check that out. Um, Community-wise, it's great to, to see... Um, you know, the Lions field, when you drive through Ada, there's filled
0: with baseball players, filled with, Yeah, baseball all ages players. running around, having a good time. It's great.
1: And that and that uh, whole field area has grown so much where they have the concession stands. They have the playground, multiple fields. And then you see the lacrosse player, the little lacrosse players at the admin field. Yep. Soccer's everywhere. It sure um, is. <laughs> kids are skateboarding around or longboarding around. People are people are biking and hiking and using the pathways. Great place to be a kid growing up, and uh, we hope everybody enjoys. the. Hopefully the future, it's going to be 77 next week, John. That's awesome. We're going to see a lot wait. of people out. It's going to be a great day. The You're community is coming job. back to life. The community is coming Back to life. All right. Uh, speaking of the community, we are now onto our hometown heroes hometown segment, heroes. and our our hometown our first hometown hero segment is uh, Abby Abby McElindon. Can All you right. Talk to us about Abby
0: Mcalinden. Absolutely. So Abby Mcalinden, I chose as a hometown hero, and some people have said I'm getting a little biased towards the yearbook class, and that is that's true. But um, no <laughs> denial. I love those kids. I wouldn't have let them in the program if I didn't. But Abby runs track in the spring, and she's on the ski team throughout the winter. She did very well in ski this year. Um, she, I think she, she qualified for states And she ended up I think placing 7th I, I don't remember the event I don't want to put my foot in my mouth here But I believe she did either slalom or giant slalom But she would have to correct me on that Her parents are John and Patty And her sister is a sophomore in college And her name is Courtney She went to Pine Ridge Elementary yes. And she's still deciding what college specifically She wants to go to She's not sure She's between Westminster College and the University of Utah They're both located in Salt Lake City, Utah And I asked her why, and she said, it's beautiful, have you been there? And I said, no, I am remiss, I need to go there sometime. She plans to go into pre-law at whichever of the schools that she attends. Her favorite thing, absolute favorite thing about Ranger Country uh, strikes a tone with most of our hometown heroes. She said that the endless amount of support and how each and every team she's been on has bonded, the teammates have become basically a family, and they are all willing to work together so well. She just loves that Ranger community mentality. She hopes to ski in college. She hopes to run in college. And her teacher shout-out is the undeniably amazing Miss Lisa Penninga because this is what Abby said. She is the best and most caring teacher, even though it's been such a hard year with the pandemic. And Lisa is one of our teachers who's teaching all virtual. I'm not surprised that she's able to make those strong, crazy, awesome connections with kids but through, through the virtual uh, world, doing that is even more impressive, so.
1: Yeah, Lisa's my neighbor here in the building. She has the classroom next to mine and she's my neighbor in, in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a stone's throw away from uh, Streamside Hall. And uh, Lisa has done a tremendous job and anybody that's been in her class has said, you know, it, virtual doesn't matter. She's made those connections and done an incredible job and obviously uh, made that connection with Abby. But uh, Abby, um, super diligent student, very responsible, very intense, very intense, She's yes, got an intensity wants about the answer, wants to know what what direction we're going. I had her I had her in class. I had her sister, Courtney, in class, phenomenal athlete, just just an all-American family. And uh, one of our hometown heroes. And
0: it would be it wouldn't be okay if we mentioned Abby without at least saying that she has one best friend that she's inseparable from, and we always see them together no matter where they go. And that is who? Autumn Shook. Autumn Shook. You knew it.
1: Yeah, you know it because you see him bouncing around the halls together. Also,
0: an amazing student in her own right.
1: Absolutely. Um, our second hometown hero is Jonah Spates. And Jonah Spates, it was you know, we're we're eight episodes in, and it felt like we had already featured him. It's because in the fall. Um, When I did the broadcasts for the football team, he he was, you know, every other play I was talking about Jonah Spates. And so it felt like we'd already kind of talked about Jonah Spates. But Jonah Spates is as close to a celebrity as you will get uh, in Ranger country. Um, This is, you know, (laughs) everybody knows Jonah he is well respected by the staff here at FHC and not just the teachers from the custodial staff to the principal to the lunchroom workers and teachers alike Um, everybody knows and loves Jonah he's well respected by his fellow students you know he's one of those students in class who is just he's engaged if there's a speech he's going to have a great speech and if there's an activity a a discussion he's going to discuss but he's not going to be over-the-top, he's going to be interesting and funny and engaging, and he's just one of those students that when you see him on your class roster, you're happy to have
0: him. Oh, you absolutely are. He always always livens up the room. He brings an energy – to the classroom, that uh, it it makes you have more uh, more fun, and the kids have more fun. And he's probably the most charming guy in all of FHC. Yeah,
1: oh, without a doubt. And and Jonah, um, phenomenal athlete, captain of the basketball team, one of their leading scorers. Basketball team had a great year. Coach Carhart and 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 uh, you know his crew uh, were able to uh, overcome a lot of obstacles and actually I think exceeded expectations. And Jonah had a lot to do with that. Same thing on the football field, on the on the gridiron, Jonah. Uh, as is a wide receiver. He's, uh, you know, was an easy target for Hunter Robinson this past fall. It had a lot of touchdowns, had a lot of crucial receptions, was a big part of the success and the, the uh, um, conference championship and the uh, playoff success that we've had these last two years, not just this year, but uh, these last two years. And then this year he chose to play golf.
0: That is uh, which interesting is awesome. and
1: cool. Yeah, very cool to pick up that sport um, as, as a senior in high school. He works at Pit Stop in his free time, one of our favorite places. Ranger recommendation for both of us. Uh, so he works at Pit Stop. Uh, his teacher shout-out is Coach Rogers. I know he has a great relationship with Coach Rogers, our varsity football coach. And uh, Jonah is just one of those uh, students who's he's leaving a great mark at FHC. He is. He seems uh, like he's had a good and, time here. And, and the and the the, the young folk, the, the freshmen, the sophomores, they look up to him. I know that um, you know, before the pandemic when we could take football players and students down to el- elementary schools, he was a favorite arrival and, like I said, you know, he, a celebrity. And uh, his favorite memory is beating Mona Shores uh, at home his freshman year, and I know he has made a lot of memories not only for himself but for a lot of the teams that he's been on and a lot of the classrooms we, he's been a part of. So for that, Jonah, you are this week's hometown hero along with your counterpart, uh, Abby Mcalinden.
0: Excellent. Thank you for representing Ranger Country in such an amazing way, guys. You're both absolutely hometown heroes.
1: To our staff spotlight, our first staff spotlight is Mr. Kerry Fletter. Um, Kerry Fletter has been teaching at CMS for 23 years as a special education teacher. Uh, Outside of school, he enjoys kiteboarding, fishing, running, fat biking, vacationing on Beaver Island, which is so cool. It is. Uh, What a unique experience. place to be vacationing and in general just being outside
0: jesus that all he does that's not i mean <laughs>
1: yeah I, I know uh he's married and has been married for 26 years and he had has two daughters his oldest daughter is a freshman at northern michigan university and marquette michigan his youngest daughter is a freshman in high school his wife is also a teacher at collins elementary school his favorite thing about Ranger Country is that it has been a part of his life for his entire growing up. Um, He never uh, attended FHPS, but his dad was a teacher here at CHS for 30 years. He was a legendary industrial ed teacher, Mr. Flutter. uh, Mr. Fletcher was also a coach for several sports when Kerry was growing up, and he remembers accompanying him to many events and enjoying the teams that he coached. There's nothing like the bond between teammates, and he feels that those athletes were, uh, in part, responsible for, you know, his growing up and being competitive in his own right, and in general, just enjoying sports. And I can say this: um, so I work, um, I, I own a, along with Tim Rogers and Dave Vermullen over at uh, Northern Hills. Uh, and Greg Richardson, who is the FHC football booster-up, were part of a uh, track timing company. And I've really gotten to know uh, Kerry well this past year, and he is just this very detail oriented um you know assertive very hard working nose to the grindstone kind of guy and when he sets his mind to something he's going to accomplish it and i and i've really come to respect him i i'd only known him as Mr. you know this popular teacher from the middle school and then in, you know not knowing him and then going from you know not knowing him at all to to knowing him pretty well uh i i gotta say i he commands a, a quite a, a large amount of respect from me and uh man he's just a, he's a great teacher and john i believe you you had an uh, interaction with him as well that I have. left a mark.
0: Yes, I've had several interactions yeah. with him and uh, it, it's interesting because you give that whole list of activities that he does and he's a very energetic, fit guy. He's yeah, out there moving all the time and uh, it, if you meet him in person though, he's a very calm, cool-headed guy. Like yes. He's got a, just a calming presence about him. Yes. I've met him because we've done a little bit of work together through the GLI program and through the Institute for um, uh, Restorative Practices where you learned how to have discussion circles and that sort of thing. And, uh, it, we had a really great time together. And I remember we were in the summer one time we were doing a training with several other people. And, uh, he, he's one of those, he's a lot like you, Brad, in that he, he has mottos, mantras, taglines that he just spouts out that you're like, dang, that is like poetry and, and, and it's amazing. And I'm going to take that to heart and you do a really good job with that. And he does as well. And I remember that day he said one, and I'm sure it wasn't his own. He'd probably gotten it from somewhere else, but he said, Kids don't care what you know until they know that you care, and I had never heard that before, and I, that left a mark on me. that That gave me the words to uh, be able to interpret my teaching style, my my mantra. So I really appreciate that. He he had a large impact on my life in that moment.
1: Yeah, it's neat how teachers can have that singular effect on someone in that, in that brief moment of what they say, and it sticks with you for a long time. And, uh, Kerry is certainly that teacher at central middle school. And I believe he's going to be retiring, uh, in the near future, which again, you know, big shoes to fill. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's one of those guys who he has left a legacy, left a mark at CMS. And I know this, the, the students, the staff and the community members really respect him. So, uh, Kerry, you are our staff spotlight for the week along with, uh, we wanted to bring in and, and, and recognize, um, some teams of teachers and we wanted to recognize first Ada's virtual teachers. Um, Man, they're the unsung heroes of this year when they go back and they write the history of the educational experience, kind of like Lisa Penninga. True. um, There's these teachers who have been um, in the trenches in their home, you know, in an office or at their kitchen table or in a special side room they've made into a classroom and they've commanded these classrooms virtually for a year. That's um, crazy. These eight virtual teachers are Avery uh, Vrogop, um, forgive my pronunciation. Uh, she's a kindergarten virtual teacher, and Melissa Jager, a third grade um, virtual teacher. Uh, these two work unbelievably hard and with such grace and dedication and creativity. And they're so great. Um, they're an amazing at keeping students engaged, enhancing their learning spe- experience, uh, even through you know, the the internet and online. And they've been included in the ADA sc- uh, school community um, so much so that, you know, they're very much appreciated. And ADA is lucky to have such a wonderful and committed core of virtual teachers, which is phenomenal. You know, I hope they've been keeping a journal or some sort of like voice log as to the travails and the silver linings that come with year-round virtual teaching every yeah, day
0: i can't even fathom brad I, I i said this to you last night it it's been hard enough to be an effective educator during this pandemic you know we're working hard and we're improvising adapting overcoming we're changing things we're being flexible all the time but for teachers like lisa penninga and these virtual teachers from ada as well it it, it blows my mind as, uh, particularly for the ones at the elementary level like these ada teachers <coughs> pardon me how you can keep kids so engaged through a a computer screen you're familiar with this i mean usually we're 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 trying to teach high schoolers and we're not getting a lot of feedback there's not a lot of emotion you don't get that cool like mirror neuron connection the eye to eye I can't even fathom I can't imagine how hard it must be to get those elementary school kids to engage and have fun and really have a rich experience and yet somehow these ladies are doing it and so many across the district are doing it and I am in awe absolutely it's it's
1: incredible because last year in April May June when we were doing the double duty you know teaching our students and facilitating our own children at, at home it was exhausting. And I really believe that there's a lot of herd mentality that comes with teaching elementary school. Now, don't quote me on that. That's not a pedagogical, you know, strategy. But I believe, you know, hey, we're coming. It's circle time. So all the kids sit down. When you're at home and you're, it's one kid at one computer, that makes it exponentially more difficult to run classroom True. management. Because a lot of that, those, those elementary school teachers, if you ever go in to, like, read or go for these parties, they are wizards at classroom management. I mean, I I learn when I go down there. I'm like, man, I need to, I need to steal that strategy because they're managing these 25, 30 students um, with with such grace. And so, yes, to do it to do it through the computer is is incredible. So Avery and Melissa, um, you know, tip of the cap to you guys. Our Ada's virtual teachers, and then our other team is the kindergarten and first grade teams and their pair of. professionals paraprofessionals at thorn apple elementary school they had to pack up and move classrooms during the school year just prior to spring break and did it successfully and flawlessly so it was minimally stressful for students and those kindergarten teachers include uh, kim fowler sarah Moffat, kelly strange and ann offer is the paraprofessional first grade teachers Kristen green amy hayhurst Christine Foots uh, or Futes, and Kathy Miller is the paraprofessional. So uh, nice job, ladies. Kindergarten and first grade, again, uh, in person, virtually, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. They're teaching kindergartners and first graders to read, to do simple and basic math.
0: Have you ever think... tried to teach a kindergarten class? I remember getting roped into subbing in a kindergarten class one time back when I was in the ASOP system, and I just went to an elementary school. I didn't know what it was. I had 40 Kindergarteners and just myself and Brad it was one of the scariest <laughs> you, experiences of my know, entire life you
1: know what I think of I think of kindergarten cop I and, was kindergarten It's not most, a tuma. and most people don't you know younger than us would not know that reference but I did I had to do um, some cadet teaching work with uh, first and second graders part of my PE minor at Central Michigan mm-hmm. and I did I felt like a kindergarten cop when they like swarmed me uh, so these you know these incredibly talented uh, teachers Kim Sarah Kelly and uh, Kristen, Amy, Christine, and Kathy at Thornapple just doing an excellent job throughout the uh, the school year, and uh, thumbs up to you guys um, for being a part of our staff spotlight. And now to our faces in the crowd segment. Our first face in the crowd is Michael Moore.
0: This definitely confused me when you put that on there, Brad, because I was like, I think he makes documentaries, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure he didn't go to our school. No, or No, no, no. This
1: is Michael Moore of Ranger Country, and when I tell you about Michael Moore, all of a sudden you're gonna you're gonna know that. Uh, if you live or interact at any school uh, in Ranger country or just in the community, you have seen his work. You have experienced it. You've maybe worn it. Uh, Michael Moore, uh, son Keegan, who is a legend in his own right. He, he would have is. been a hometown hero. So back many in the stories day. about that. Kid. Oh, so many stories. I mean, he was a two time all state wrestler for me on the wrestling team. Uh, incredible artist savant, uh, in, in the classroom, just an incredible student. Um, wife Lee, um, who also works in 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 here in in uh, Ranger Country. Um, Michael is the creator of, of many of the athletic posters that you've seen over the last several years. I know he's done all of our wrestling posters. He does a lot of the soccer posters. And um, so that's one of the things that you may have seen. He's also, that large mural upstairs, John?
0: Yeah, the one right on right after you come up the front
1: stairs? The one, up. it has like students and then it has a, like uh, an artistic expression to it. Um, it's this amazing mural that's been up there I think five years now? Yeah maybe a few years, but that's a Michael Moore. That, that's that Michael was incredible. Moore. That
0: was a gift from one of the uh, senior classes. It was, was a it, gift huh? from
1: the senior class as well as um, the new Ranger design. Uh, a few years back, I don't, I don't this will be a story for another day, but uh, Noah Stout and I, uh, actually had a hand in starting what is known as the shirt. You know, we sell about you know anywhere from 3,000 to a few thousand of these each year, which is this shirt that is meant to bring everybody together, kind of like it's we, we stole the idea from Notre Dame. Yeah, but it's still and, a good idea. Uh, it's still a great idea. And um, so when we first went to design the shirt, we had these ideas uh, for something vintage and cool. And who did we go to? We went to Michael Moore, and he designed that first shirt. It's the one, you probably know it. Um, I course, remember it well. Yeah, the light green one. It's Yep, the Kelly green one, and it has the football players hopping up and hitting the banner. Mm-hmm. Kind of an iconic image. That is a Michael Moore shirt. And then the following year, we wanted to kind of do a little bit of a redesign uh, and refurbish the, the Ranger himself. And the Ranger himself had kind of taken on a pretty... Pretty rough look, a pretty grizzled look to say the least. Uh, Michael cleaned him up, cleaned him up, kind of gave him a little bit of a sparty look to him. Yeah, we gave him bit. some
0: intensity without so much of the uh, a homeless look that he, <laughs> that he had going on before that. I didn't. You said it. I
1: didn't. Uh, but the ranger now, you probably saw it on the "This Is Ranger Country" T-shirt uh, this year with the "Better Together" shirt. He's the flag waving, and he is the ranger that is on our podcast logo.
0: It is. Does, uh, does he know that we use that for no, the first time? No, you might countries? need some
1: royalties now that you've mentioned it. <laughs> royalties? And, uh, we're not so, getting any money, but yeah, I'm not yeah, sure I what know. royalties <laughs> he's looking for. We're, we're going to go into the red on that. But uh, Michael also designed the uh, Hall, the FHC Athletic Hall of Fame design and plaques. That's a Michael Moore design that he that he contributed to us. And when you walk in the front entryway with all those welcome words in different languages at the high school,
0: that's amazing. I love that. And and the it's uh, and,
1: and the uh, the crest. That's. You know that's a Michael Moore artistic design. So as you can see, there's there's many things in the district um, that that he has done that has just made this a richer and more. Um you know, aesthetic experience in, in the sense that he's helped create tradition through the posters, through the he hall of fame,
0: beautified our school. He's beautified, essentially.
1: He has beautified our school. He's also one heck of a coach. He helped coach the girls wrestling team uh, along with uh, Rick Ketcher and Kelsey Eisen um, and, and the rest of our staff to a state championship last year. He was a big part in the development of those young ladies and their wrestling skills. And he was a huge part of that. He also works for the city of grand Rapids. And if you've seen, um some of the grand rapids billboards mm-hmm. and uh things for art prize back in the day beer city usa that's that's michael moore that man
0: has got skills he's had his hands on so many things in our community he uh,
1: is i had no idea i know he is the most creatively talented person i know besides my wife uh who, <laughs> he, who is an artist and uh so michael moore uh, we appreciate all that you do for our community. You have made this a better place to live, and you are one of our faces in the crowd this week. Yes, sir. So Thank pre- you, Mr. Appreciate Moore. Appreciate your services. You're the better um, also, of the two Michael Morris. Yeah, ex- <laughs> I agree. Um, faces in the crowd. Um, th- this is kind of unique. I w- we went kind of with a cluster here uh, of guys. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of people that are doing really cool things, but I kind of wanted to go to the this the guys that are, you know, Carting around their children, they're on the sidelines coaching with the clipboards. They step up; they're the den leaders for the Boy Scout dens. Um, They're they're coaching, you know, football and basketball and soccer and wrestling. And they're just those guys that um, you know they they're supportive of the high school teams. They're coaching their kids teams, and that's Joel Schick, uh, Nick Catcher, Mike Castillo, Justin Sinclair—great friends of mine. uh, But I think they're great friends of the community. These are the guys that you know. They don't have a kid on the on the football team yet, but they're there on Friday nights, or they're listening to it. Or in Nick's case, case he uh, joined me in the booth uh, one time this uh, this uh, past fall on a Friday night. He helped me uh, broadcast the football game. But these are the guys who you know they're they're out seeking sponsorships. They're helping with golf outings. Um, they're at the YMCA on Saturdays, and they're putting together you know the soccer leagues or the basketball leagues um, or, or or wrestling practices. And they're the guys. They're the glue, right? Um, as well as you know, a lot of the families and a lot of the moms. But I just wanted to highlight these guys, Joel Schick, Nick Ketcher, Mike Castillo, Justin Sinclair. They're the, they're the glue, they're the dads, and, and they're, the, they're the prototype of what keeps things going here in Ranger Country, and so yeah. there are faces in the crowd. They
0: really are. They're an excellent homage to all active, you know, dads that are out there coaching their kids' teams—be it basketball or football or lacrosse or soccer or what have you. We all get roped into that at some point, point. <laughs> and uh, some of us I, have been have roped into it soccer practice in like years. an hour. I, I have do. mine
1: in about two hours. Some of us uh, are
0: still doing it, but some of us really enjoy. It. And those guys, those guys clearly enjoy it because yeah. they cannot get enough of no. being. And, you know rangers in the community right you know, faces in the and crowd.
1: just salt of the earth guys and uh as an aside they do play and are veterans of the gridiron growler game i've had the pleasure First, of it, know, uh,
0: playing against all of them playing
1: against them and with, and them. with them and uh you know joel uh, incredible end uh, wide receiver nick catcher he is a utility a real pain man about that guy uh, mike castillo <laughs> is one of the best athletes on the field and i mean the guy can leap in the air justin sinclair is such a menace on defense and uh you know he's a he's a great uh, running back when the the ball gets into his hands so thanks guys You our faces in the crowd this week and uh, look forward to seeing you soon on the sideline or in the neighborhood um, which brings us to spring sports speaking of sports uh, spring sports you can check out all sports updates at fhc sports you can listen to their podcast you can check out scores and results go much more in depth than than us than what we're about to do but shout out to danny broadberg trainer uh, she did the covid testing on sunday got 450 kids in and out in the span of about three hours zero positive cases
0: very impressive that's very impressive it can't be fun
1: she is she is a dynamo so thank you Danny uh John can you tell us a little bit about baseball
0: yeah so I was talking to some of my students McGuire you're you're familiar with he was in class the other day and he was telling me that great the varsity baseball team is just on a tear right now they are they're dominating in their games and they're having a lot of fun while they're doing it. yeah having a great time I think they took Lowell down on Monday six to two which is always a big game They're currently on a big win streak, and that is pretty impressive considering they have several kids now. They may be back now, but several of their top players uh, were out because of contact tracing or COVID or what have you. So I'm hoping that those kids are back in the game now, and I'm hoping that, uh, like we said earlier, that the hybrid schedule keeps them out there on the field doing what they're so good at doing. Keeps them
1: on the diamond. And uh, their skipper, uh, Todd Hartman, just, you know, (laughs) just one of the toughest guys in Forest Hills, and but also you know a huge heart, and he just loves coaching, loves that group of guys, and, and so glad to have him as the skipper. And obviously his uh, his assistant coach Lang Davis, our good buddy, uh, I'm sure he's bringing some levity and some fun, and and just kind of a, a spirit and of enthusiasm to the uh, to the dugout. So keep up the good work, baseball. That is great to hear. Um, on the lacrosse field, uh, we wanted to point out the efforts uh, and the heroics of Crandall Quinn. Crandall Quinn, sophomore. Uh, and we just heard he just squatted 500 squatted. pounds. Is that an official? I heard.
0: No, I think it's unofficial. But unofficial. allegedly in, in Coach Rogers' uh, personal or uh, uh, personal fitness class, uh, strength and conditioning class, I heard that he squatted 500 pounds at least once, if and, not twice.
1: And, and he's our goalie. And we've got him for the next two years. Um, uh, Crandall also offensive line on the football field. Um, just in, you know a leader amongst those sophomores and we're glad to have him. He's the son of uh, Tony Quinn who
0: who I've heard who, of for who sure.
1: basically you know kind of really kickstarted the, the FHC lacrosse tradition. I know he wouldn't say that because he's he's one of the most humble guys you, you'll meet but uh, but Tony, uh, really kickstarted that that tradition back in the day when they won you know champion championship after championship and were in the finals again and again um, and uh, I, I'm sure he's very proud uh, of Crandall and, and then and the great thing about Crandall. As great of an athlete as he is on, on the football field and on the lacrosse field, um, he's very humble, very soft-spoken, and very respectful. And so he's kind of a prototype of what we like our athletes to be like, you know, sportsmen on the field and, and highly respected in the hallways. So Absolutely. nice job, Crandall. Uh, track, Whitney Curry, Kyle, Kyle James here, uh, Clara James here, they're just tearing it up. Um, they are fast people <laughs> Fast people um, I was at the I was at the King of the Hills and Queen of the Hills competition on Saturday And, um, you know, Whitney and Clara trotted in the 3,200 meter together Kind of cool
0: uh, Yeah, I heard that, uh, that Whitney lost that race by a hundredth of a second And has uh, words for you, Brad Because I, I heard that you were the timer for that race
1: I was the timer and for that race She blames you somewhat Well, here's the deal They trotted two miles together with smiles on their faces, by the way I think they lapped the, the like the second place person. Yeah, I They're think they were just so fast, out there for points, at just that out point. there for points at that point. And um, they didn't want to, they didn't want to, you know, kill themselves in that race, but they wanted to come in and tie. But here's the deal with, with the, with the timing that we do. It's, it's uh, you, you have to have a winner and a loser. And so when you pick it, uh, she, uh Clara must have been just like
0: just a hundredth of a second a hundredth that is of a second ahead time. of of so
1: sorry Whitney but uh uh you know we had to assign one uh to win it so next time take that you know that burst right at the line um also super impressed with uh Jaden Savin. um I have Jaden in class really fast good kid good kid uh, Sam I had Hager no idea too. he was even on the track team yeah Sam Yeager Jaden Savin um you know very very fast I believe in the 200 or the 100 uh definitely in the relays those guys really impressed me Alex Kaufman was in the pole vault how hard is the pole vault
0: it's terrifying it's terrifying I I can imagine doing that. I I one time in middle school I lined up to try out pole vault and I went right over to the high jump because I thought that was safer
1: (laughs) yeah right and uh Alex got to see him uh clear his clear his height then uh uh, very very cool so congrats to the ladies they are the queen of the hills for the year bragging rights over eastern and northern and nice. i believe our guys finished second um on to rugby rugby we have our first game next friday is that the
0: deadheads is that what we i We are the deadheads. the deadheads we are the
1: proud deadheads we have 42 on roster biggest team we've had in a long time and uh, we take on catholic rfc uh it's a combined catholic central and west catholic team we're going to be at west catholic high school Uh, 5 PM next week. I'm getting excited. It is, it is great. We've been scrimmaging. We've been really learning. Uh, we named Ryan Demeter as our, as our team captain, and he's the representative of, of the courage, the loyalty and the sportsmanship on our team. So congrats to Ryan. I know he's going to lead our 15, um, guys onto the field and, and, uh, uh, hopefully we get after Catholic RFC on uh, April 30th. Crew, cool. crew won 15 out of 18 medals at their regatta on Saturday. Good Lord. Very impressive. That's really Basically impressive. Basically swept the field. Um, so our crew team's in force. And then obviously if you want to check out any other scores or updates, go to FHC Sports Report. Dot com.
0: Yeah, I know we just had a varsity girls soccer game last night. While you and I were trying to record this episode the first time, do and we know
1: how that, what the outcome of that was?
0: I will think
1: they won. I know that. I, I saw know we've got one of the best teams replays. we've had in a while. So I saw some great stuff. Yeah, on we're gonna FX, have to get an update so. on that because again, we have a lot of these results we were planning on announcing last night. True. So we've got to get an update from last night for today. Um, this takes us to our Ranger recommendations. Uh, my recommend Ranger recommendation, John is going to be the gathering place. Um,
0: one of your absolute favorites. One I know of my
1: that. absolute favorite places. And if there is a breakfast place version of cheers, the gathering place is it. I went there, uh, maybe for the first 10 years that I was teaching and back had moved back here to forest Hills. I went there probably maybe once every other week uh usually with my good friend Charlie Alm one of the um, you know uh, Donald Alms yeah Sven father of Donald Nick Ulm. and Magnus Madeline and Hannah man I've um, got
0: some memories of Donald and Trace and those guys in my class Oh can,
1: great guys I don't know guys. if I'll tell
0: those stories on the Claire, air but they're great stories all
1: American guys but uh, Charlie and I would go and we'd meet up with some wrestling dads from time to time at the gathering place and we'd go in around six o'clock 6 15 and it was great to watch the same groups of people come in every every Friday they'd sit in the same spot. And uh, bless her heart, the uh, the second generation owner and one of the waitresses, um, uh, whose name is uh, Carla. Carla, Carla comes over and she knows everybody's orders. So after you know you'd been you go there for about four or five times, she will then be like, all right, farmer's breakfast, uh, orange juice with the breakfast, uh, coffee, uh, you know, uh, caffeinated coffee. She just knows your order and very impressed always with the food you never leave hungry Um, it's just one of those great places where if you go to the gathering place on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning you're going to see your neighbors you're going to see your teammates you're going to see families that you know and it's a great place because it's 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 good for the kiddos they got the crayons uh, they've got you know pancakes and you know usually I'll get a couple pancakes and carve out like a quarter of my pancake and give it to the kids and they have that pecan syrup
0: Oh, have you tried man. that? It's like a secret recipe. I've not, but brother, that's one of my. It's soft like the Coca
1: Cola recipe. Uh, you know, like I don't think they've ever given that away. But uh, my mom loves that that syrup, and uh, you know, it's just a great family place, the gathering place. Um, it used to be the old Buttrick grocery store. Back in like the 30s, 40s, and 50s, I was going to uh, say
0: that had to have been a long time ago. A
1: long time ago, it was an IGA, and it was called the Buttrick Grocery. Uh, then it became a lawnmower repair shop, kind of when, when it was an older house. And then they then they bought it and turned it into the gathering place. Please tell me we're, we are recording. Oh, we're Mr. recording. Just, okay,
0: you kept on bumping the microphone. I was like, "Is the mic falling down?" What oh going my on over gosh, there? my bad, my bad.
1: <laughs> after after last night, I'm a little jumpy because I want no, to make it, sure she's so you know, still if, working. If we have to do this a third time. We will.
0: We, we'll keep on pumping up you know, there. It's just
1: like uh, good, good schoolwork. We got to do it twice. Um, but yeah, uh, my ranger recommendation: go check out the gathering place. I believe it's open. You know, obviously with COVID restrictions in place, um, I would recommend the farmers' breakfast. I usually get a half of the farmers' breakfast. Um, now they're serving biscuits and gravy. So oh, John Fisher, I love biscuits is and in. gravy. I'm uh, in. Me too. I'm in. I love biscuits and gravy. So check it out. They got a great menu, and uh, want, you'll never be a stranger there twice. Uh, John, what's your ranger recommendation? That's a
0: beautiful sentiment. All right, so my ranger recommendation this week is, uh, for once, Brad, it doesn't have anything to do with eating or drinking anything of any nature. I am wow, recommending... John. I'm impressed. I know, right? I am too. Uh, my recommendation is Kingsland's Ace Hardware, which has been many iterations, but it is Kingsland's Hardware through and through. Uh, I love that place. I just maybe it's because I'm a stereotypical man in some ways, and I just love going to the hardware store and walking around looking at tools and and buying things that I don't necessarily need. But it is just, it's a great place. I love going to that hardware store.
1: Yeah, third generation. Uh, It was owned by Rex Kingsland. Uh, Back in the day, he was, you know, a a business leader in Cascade uh, in the old days. And the, the store was on old 28th Street. And now it's owned by Sandy. Yep. And, Sandy uh, and his
0: wife, Diana And son Scotty. You see Scottie, both of them in there working all oh, the time. yeah,
1: hustling. And son Scotty, uh, Kingsland, is uh, third generation, which is really cool. you love to see a family business. But I believe you also have another employee there that, that uh, has helped you on many occasions.
0: I do. So, obviously, Sandy is the go-to guy, if you could find him. I mean, everybody in there is a great worker. They hire our students, and they turn our students into great workers. I mean, uh, Maxwell Chapman right now is a junior. He works there. Brady Johnson. As Johnson is a senior. I believe he works there. Kevin Fryer used to work there back in the day. I used to go yep. in and see him, and he'd help me out with projects. But my go-to uh, recently has always, been, be. yeah, has always been Chuck. I don't know Chuck's <laughs> Chuck. last name, love it. but if you meet Chuck, you'll know Chuck. He is the guy who you walk in, uh, and you don't even need to know exactly what you have. You just go and say, this is my situation, Chuck. I've got a hole uh, in my sighting, and I don't know what to do about it. And he'll just... He'll just kind of shake his head and gesture for you to follow him down an aisle, and he'll give you what you need and he'll explain how to use it and how not to screw it up. Probably because he's, you know, been through all that, but he is the voice of wisdom, the sage of Kingsland's Ace hardware, in my personal opinion.
1: I'm fairly certain when I went to go rent a Vermeer, which is one of those little, um, you know, tractor it's got the scupola thing with it you oh know? yeah it's like,
0: bobcat, it's, it's, a, it's like a it's baby bobcat, bobcat. It's, it's
1: a baby bobcat but very dangerous and it uh, looks so and, fun and, and i'm fairly certain it was chuck who brought me out there i was renting it for the weekend and i started monkeying around with it not like playing around but i just didn't know what i was doing and i was heading like full throttle towards the uh, trailer and he was like doing one of the, like <laughs> waving and he gets done and he goes you really ought to be careful young man and that was, sounds like, like chuck. And i was like all right, you know, I didn't know it was, his name was Chuck, but I'm like, all right, man. But uh, you know, certainly, yeah, like you said, he's the sage of, of Kingsland hardware and Kingsland is involved in the community. They have the American Legion pop can drive there. Uh, So if you have pop cans, you can go drop them off. Uh, Their, their son, uh, Jeff, who was a captain of the wrestling team here at FHC he's in the military serves proudly uh, the Kingsland Kings Kingslands are very proud Americans they have one of the largest flags in the area that flies you can see it from almost anywhere in Cascade Village and uh, it's just like you said if I've if got to get stain grass seed uh, I need a tool or you need something for your grill or you know a new chain for the chainsaw I'm going to Kingslands
0: absolutely and
1: when you go there you better carve out about an hour because you're gonna run into your neighbor you're gonna run into a pair parent- You're going to run into a student, you're going to run into somebody, and you're going to stop and have a conversation. And I love places like
0: that. Me too. You know, that doesn't surprise me, Brad. I don't know about you or how your kids feel about that. I remember when I was a kid, my father was an educator in a small town community, and he knew everybody. And it drove me crazy to go out with him because he had to talk to a billion people. And now I have that same thing because I'm an educator and a coach in this community, as are you. I know that you go out someplace and you've got to talk to at least 10 people before you can yes. leave and you're happy Try to do minor,
1: it uh, on Sunday at about 1130.
0: Oh yeah. It drives my daughter yeah. nuts. No,
1: I, I enjoy it. I mean, that's what, that's what we're here for. We're that here to bring is, a small town are. feel to a suburban area. And, if you see uh, us out in the community,
0: it. talk to us. Yes, please. We enjoy. Um,
1: it. So Kingsland's and gathering place. That's our Ranger recommendations for the week, which brings us to our final segment, the best sandwich in Ranger country championship. John, we have arrived. We are ready to um,
0: Is announce. It time to crown the king. Yes,
1: I wish we had a soundboard, so we had ah, like a like we a drum do need a soundboard. and we had like like applause lines. Uh, but uh, the best sandwich in Ranger Country, it came down to. Thornapple brewing company's brisket sandwich was uh, with a jus sauce and pit stop cuban sandwich and the winner after much uh drum roll after yeah (laughs) after much voting and sampling the rugby team and our in our junior classes and our friends um and and ourselves the winning sandwich the greatest sandwich in in uh, ranger country is the pit stop cuban sandwich Uh, and uh, i went in there last friday just to just to you know, confirm it. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, just to confirm uh, it. Yeah. Sacrifice for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I went in and I left with two pounds of pulled pork and a pound of mac and cheese. And, um, you know, their, their owner, uh, Matt, we're going to, we're going to be bringing in a plaque soon and, uh, give you that award. But we do also want to give away a, a separate kind of a subcategory. I think it's more of a
0: subcategory than a runner up.
1: we, We noticed that there was a, um, a large amount of votes, and this this the shop had two sandwiches in the running. Could have
0: it could have so many sandwiches. The, so in the,
1: running. The, the the they have the capistrami, they have the wagyu beef, they have the Philly cheesesteak, the Bobby, which is like they've the got the Bobby.
0: It's Thanksgiving on bread. They've got right. the meatball sub. It's it's just a traditional Phenomenal. meatball so sub. So I might not I might be, be heading
1: overlooked. to Capriati's today. But anyways, um, we're going to name Capriati's. Not that there's not other great restaurants, but this is our best sandwich shop in town. And we're going to name that for the 2021 year Capriotis as our best sandwich shop in town and Pit Stop Cuban Sandwich as our best sandwich. Best so, sandwich. So I think we've covered all of our bases and we're going to be coming at you with a with another segment next week and we'll tease that out to you. Uh, and it'll definitely be about Ranger Country. But but certainly congrats to Pit Stop, congrats to Capriotis, and congrats to everybody that uh, along with us helped sample all these sandwiches. I think It I, wasn't I, easy, but we did it, It wasn't Brian. easy, but we were happy to do it. I put on a few extra LBs. I ate a LBs, lot of sandwiches. And uh, you know, now I need to slim down after that contest but uh that brings us to the end and and john um episode eight and a half is in the books and we hope you enjoy it and we'll see you next week for episode nine and i just have three things for you uh do three things uh use good judgment if you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong it's probably wrong and nothing good happens after midnight
0: And people, I want you to go out there, and I want you to be the change that you want to see in our community. And I want you to go out and assume positive intentions. Go out there. This is a community. We're all good people. Look for the similarities. Try to bring it back together. And since today is Earth Day, do something good for the environment. Take care, Rangers. We love you. Goodbye.